certified, certified real. Hey, I'm a little excited. You heard it here first. Certified real. Airborne. You are now listening to Real Talk Podcast. This is certified. Welcome back, Real Talk family. We're back with another um, hot topic. We got the usual myself, X, and Terrell. And then we got a new co-host that's joining us today. I would like to show my appreciation. We finally got some diversity on the show. And I want everybody to clap it up and welcome Jen to the podcast. Thank you, Jen. We appreciate you joining us. But really quick, let's tell uh, the people a little bit about yourself really quick before we dive into our discussion today. Um, I am Jen. I went to the University of Tampa. I am 25. I'm a Capricorn. Um, my dream <laughs> is to be a publicist. That's my goal. My dream goal is to be a publicist for someone in the industry. Um, I still live in Tampa, and right now I'm working for a TV station, and I'm hoping that can segue into um, moving to California in a few years and making my dreams come true. Yay! <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> it is dope. dope. <laughs> I think I said I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> I can't get <laughs> Man, you astrologers make me sick, bro. You just had to laugh, man. <laughs> All right, so today's topic is a dope one. I've been... I've been seeing this a lot all over with different, with definitely different films dropping out this year, especially with The Harder They Fall, um, which we did a review on, so definitely go check that out. Um, but my question, only to um, to us here on the podcast, but to the audience and everybody that's watching, is why every time a Black creator, filmmaker, whatever the case may be, drops, drops their art, a project, um, a movie, a, a music video, whatever the case may be, we're all they're always overly critiqued and expected to be educators of everything black, right? So, for example, to clear it up, we have the film The Harder They Fall. We all know that those characters in that film were actual people, actual cowboys, right? So, we have you know, Luke, um, uh, Rufus Buck, Nat Love, um. Uh, what is it, Das Reeves? What is it? Um, At Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves and um, Stagecoach Mary, right? There's been a lot of um, stuff going on through social media, whatever the case may be, about how they um, casted um, a light-skinned woman to play Stagecoach Mary, but in real life, Stagecoach Mary was um, an older, dark-skinned Black woman, right? And, and then they're claiming um, colorism or whatever the case may be, right? So I wanted to dive into this conversation and gives everybody's viewpoint. So just off the rip, what are y'all thoughts on that? I feel like maybe, I think when it comes from a creator who is black, I think there's a, a slight hope that, you know, maybe he, you know, having known how things typically work in Hollywood and the media and the colorism that already exists, you know, um, I think people sort of have a hope that, you know, maybe this Black creator, this Black director, this Black writer will take a different route and, you know, switch things up and, like, give us the outlook that people have been waiting for and been excited for. And I think it can be kind of disappointing when he kind of falls in the same route that everything already goes in. 
um, automatically, you know? And I think, um, I think naturally that's just how it's been going. And I think like, I see like there's a common expectation for, you know, black creators to always, you know, step outside the box and step up to the plate in a big way in any, any format, any genre, any, you know, lane of work, especially obviously within the media, since there's so much um, outlook and views, you know, from the black community, I think people just have such a high hope and high expectation. And I think it's just like, damn, like you really did that. Like we were expecting you to, to give us something different, you know, like within the Heights when, um, in the movie, when like all of the people that were supposed to be from Brooklyn Heights and they were all, you know, white skin Latinas and none of them were Afro Latinas and most of them are from the DR and they do have Afro Latina roots. People were hoping for something better, for something different. And it kind of felt like a bit of a letdown that, you know, after all these years of facing this colorism, you know, here's someone who has, um, who is a, a POC to some degree and he's, a, he's faced colorism himself. And, you know, the creator of that musical, they have people were hoping for a better outcome. And it was like, damn, we still messed up. And I mean, that director is an Asian man. So of course he has a different, you know, slightly different outlook and different thought processes, but it's always a hopeful concept. So we can just, I think people just feel like it's a bit of a letdown. And it's like, there's no hope for people who are not like skin to make it or to be able to pass certain roles. So really quick, cause I think you had a lot that we should kind of like um, dissect a little bit, right? So I think mm -hmm. there's a difference between in the heights and the, and the harder they fall, right? Mm -hmm. And okay. I think I want to start the that aspect of the conversation that I personally is not, I'm not a big fan of this, this people of color um, grouping of how they work, right? Because the people, the, the people of color grouping are not the, are not the same, right? Like the way black people are treat, are treated is completely different than the way Asian um, Americans are treated, but mm -hmm. they are grouping that together, right? Like I think that's just a fact. Like I think that's just how this country has gone, and I'm not trying to um, compare hardships or say one is harder, one was worse than the other, but there is a vast difference. Um, and black people being treated in America or not, right? So I like I want to make that a, a huge um, um, difference. Like a black woman yeah. in America get treated way different than a light skinned white passing Latino woman, right? And That's the same 100%. as an Asian woman and stuff like that. And they treat black people differently compared. So like this is not even like a thing that's just um, POs, um, people of color versus. Um, yeah. everything else right so and I think that's and I think there's a difference and I think right. with the film the harder they fall I feel there was no white perspective in charge of the film being made right like that film was made strictly by black creators from mm -hmm. the screenwriting up to the executive producers right saying yeah. not saying that there wasn't people other than black people on the on the cast helping but the ones who's pushing the buttons and pushing who's in charge artistically um were people were black people right was was black creators and i think that's completely different compared to um um heights film right like i feel like hbo had had a control um over that film and we know who's at 
a top of HBO, right? Yeah. So I think that's what it, I think at the end of the day, that's what that came down to, right? Yeah. And for that, for that argument that the community pushes against that, I'm 100% for, right? I'm, I'm 1000% um, for that because a, because a light-skinned black woman, my complexion, right? I feel, yes, there's a, there's a difference. There's that colorism in it. But I think that's inside our community compared to like outside of the community. Like if you're, you know, black with a big nose, you're black with a big nose, regardless of your skin complexion, right? And we've seen this in our history where we have white past black, white passing black women who still get cut up and beat up because of they found out that they was black, right? They they made yeah. they just made a film with Tessa Thompson that that has that that plot. Um, and I can't remember the film at, at the moment, but I think. Um, but my question is more so like us, our community, sitting down in a movie theater, sitting in front of Netflix, knowing or not knowing, right? But I would hope that people would do research into their films before they, you know, before they sit down and watch them, which I think they don't do, which no. is why we have this conversation. Because if you sat down and watch and see how black these these creators are, I think their perspective would be a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. And and it bothers me mainly because um, nobody said any noise about um, Dr. Don Shirley in the Green Book, right? Dr. Don Shirley is a light-skinned gay man in the 1960s portrayed mm -hmm. by a dark-skinned Black man, right? A, a dark-skinned straight Black man, right? And there was no argument um, about Mashallah Ali playing Don, Don Shirley, right? Yeah. And the movie was written by um, white creators, directed by white creators. There was no, it won Oscars. We was happy for um, for Marshall Ali. We clapped up and everything. But then when a black creators do that for us, by us, there's a problem and didn't have that issue, if that makes sense. Yo, whenever Hollywood, whatever Hollywood tells you to like, that's what you like. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think that plays a big role in all this. Um, people like to play off of what's popular, what's being thrown around the most, or what's what's being talked about the most. If you look at the film, The Harder They Fall, you don't really see a lot of these big uh, platforms talk about it in the way that they talked about Green Book, right? Mm -hmm. When Green Book came out, you know, the critics were eating it up and they was just really going in up until the point where it, you know, eventually it got an Oscar. The harder they fall, I think it deserves the same, if not better recognition, but it's not going to because you have a purely authentic Black story utilizing a genre, you know, that's, if you look at Westerns in general, it's predominantly white characters doing whatever they, mm -hmm. doing whatever they do. And we took it in, in, in a beautiful way, we added our own twist to it, added an all-star cast, and everything was just, in my opinion, and I'm sure we can all agree, it was performed at the highest level. So when you have, you know, people on Twitter, on, on any, like, social media platform complaining about Stagecoach Mary not being the exact... Uh, physical you know skin tone as she was in in the you know how she is in real life it just kind of just baffles me and it throws me off because it, it's all coming from a, a group of black people who know what they're doing 
and you positive know, way. In, a, in a positive way. It's not like, you know, they sat in the casting room and was like, she's too black. I want to cast her because she looks better. It's not coming from that place. That wasn't the intent. Right. If that was the intent, they would have casted, a, you know, they would have casted, you know, a white person and, and did blackface. You, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So which they've done in our in our history. It, it, like they've exactly. done this. They've literally done this before. So that's why it bothers me so much when people over critique us as if we're not already like it's like we're already gotta start at the at under the hill. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to start under the hill when it comes to our creativity. Because we don't get a lot of films with this much freedom and this much create creativity as black creators. Like this is not, this is literally rare. You know what I'm saying? Right. On top of the fact that um, white creators steal opportunities from us, like Green Book, like to, that's that's a clear cut black story that should that should have been told from a black creator, right? And 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 it could and, and it wasn't a bad film, right? Once you sit back and you watch it and you get over the little nuances that get on your nerves, it's a, it's a it's a it's a well done film for for their attention. For the, I mean, yeah, for what expected it to be. But at the end of the day, you didn't tell Don Shirley's story. You know what I'm saying? And then and then and you took an opportunity from a black creator that could have told that story. So that's a big, that's also a big thing that that I, I feel like never gets talked about when it comes to these things. Like when we when we go to sit down and watch and watch films, that rarely comes up. Um, they'll come up with the colorism in, in a black film before they talk about white creators stealing those opportunities. I have a question. Um, do you guys think that most of the black community actually forgot what a, what a great black story is and, and what it truly is? Cause it seems like they're listening to, to, you know, white Hollywood and what they're, what they're pushing, what they're saying is a good story. Do you think like, the reason why we're being so nitpicky of Candyman, for example, or The Harder They Fall, for example, or hell, this this was today, King Richard, for example. <laughs> like, why do you think like <laughs> we're being so nitpicky of that? Like, do you like, you think is that the reason why? Since since she's drinking alcohol, I'm pretty sure people already know. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think they forgot what what I, I would even go on a limb that most the average um we goer don't even know a good story when they see one. Right. Like, I think that's 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 valid to say. Um I also think we're so trained to like for example, look how excited people are about BMF, ghost, our um, they got that new Stoop Dog movie coming out about his trial. They got like, look how excited it in our community um, when it comes to to seeing black people um, in, the, in negative lights, right? Drug dealers, crack addicts, um, um, every stereotype that you can think of, um, um, get excited. You will get excited for, it, right? Like the, dr- it's like the drug the average. lord. Yes, that's the average now, and I can sit here as as filmmakers, as people that's 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 interested in this topic, ask you: there is absolutely no difference between BMF and Canaan. There's no difference between BMF, Canaan, and Power. There's no. It's literally the same story 
dressed up in a different in a different uniform. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing over and over and over again. And and 50 Cent is dominating stars with this content, right? But then we get great content that shows us in a positive light, like um the the, the show uh um Lovecraft. Lovecraft. And it gets canceled after it gets nominated for 18 Emmys, right? The 50 Cent shows is gonna get nominated for nothing, right? gonna bring in money he's gonna keep making them and that's that's about where it's gonna representation still gonna be bad it's still gonna show every black person as this person as that person even though yes these could be real life people it's not everybody and i think that's the argument and that's and that's the approach that people forget is that not everybody is that black character that they show right like not all of us are like that some of us are you know um uh, you know, like the like the review we did of the Kevin Hart movie with um about the story where he had to raise his daughter. Like some of us are like that. Like that's that's probably majority of black men is 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 examples of that, right? But we only want to talk about that, and I think people fall into that um I like that idea that that's what a story is, and that's what a great story is, and that's why we love the rom coms with all the ghetto and the ghetto like um the ghetto love and, and stuff like that, where it's a drug dealer and, she, and she's sticking by my side or like the super fly um, type stories. And I think that's the expectations that we have. So when we go outside of something like we did, like um, the harder they fall, they have all these questions and concerns that they don't know about. And it's like new to them. And, and, and it's, I think it's just hard for them to understand. What do yeah, you it's think? like they're, it's like they're um, conditioned. Mm -hmm. I was going to kind of go back a little bit. I don't know if you guys had heard, but um, after Green Book did come out, a lot of people were calling it like a white savior movie, like the white savior complex, sort of like white man comes in to save black person and everything's all good again, fighting for my rights. I can't do anything for myself. I need you to stand up for me and give me all this love and support. Because typically those are the types of movies that do really well, at least like in the academy. It's like, you know, black person needs help. They don't have any, you know, power on their own, something from, you know, something from way back when, not even that long ago, but, you know, something from the olden days and that's the type of stuff that people gravitate towards, that's the type of stories that, you know, Hollywood wants to see, like, you know, yes, this is a story that we want to listen to. And then I think like in the heat of the moment, when the Academy brings all that to light, people are like, yeah, of course, Marshall, it's dark skin man doing his thing, we're here for it. And then I think later on, then you kind of take a second and then you like, actually analyze you're like damn haven't we seen this story before why is this the only type of story with a black lead that gets that type of attention and people have been really calling it out lately like I think there's actually like a poll that talks about um this might be like one of the worst movies that um won an Oscar ever especially in that in that year um and people were kind of like like this is the type of story that you people only the academy only gives attention to because I mean it's a bunch of white men a bunch of white people who are yeah. on that um in that group giving it attention so a story um I'm trying to think of the other movie you, you said there was another movie you said um like other like or just the show like you know the shows like power they're not they're not watching that you know people mm -hmm. that are doing the Emmys they're not going to watch that type of show that's not the type of show that you know they're going to actually give attention to because in their eyes that type of show doesn't have the quality that they're looking for um, when it comes to you know winning awards or 
giving it any type of notoriety above just audience level. So, so there's so many movies that 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 um, you know, that goes into this topic of of the question that that I asked, and I would love for people watching to comment their answers and their opinions and what how they feel about um, you know, the community so much so so harsh on on that because I thought the, the harder they fought, I thought it was an amazing film from top to bottom, from casting to production to yeah. music to the acting. I thought everything was flawless, right? And I, and I thought they couldn't have got a better actor to play um, Stagecoach Mary, right? And I think yeah. what people don't understand is that these these realistic characters, these real these real people, lived live lives, right? Whether it was to twenty seven or to seventy years old, they live lives. And that one story that you that that's like prominent of what they did that was so important that you want um, every time you hear Rufus Black on that love to be told, it's only a section of their life, right? Like they lived, they done and and been around other people that and those are stories. And I think people don't think that those are stories for black people, right? Like, um, like me. Like I can literally make a story about me going to the going to the store and buying jewelry, right? And it's and like I could wake up in the morning and be like, my goal today is to buy a jewelry. That's number one. That's the number one thing to have um, in a story, right? Is a goal, right? My goal today is to buy jewelry. I want to buy a gold chain, right? And then I have and I could put obstacles in the way of me getting that gold chain, right? I could lose my money. I could, the train, the orange line can go down, right? That's an obstacle that I got to get around. Um, um, I got I got to negotiate prices with the jeweler, you know, these different things. And I think people, for when they see Black people, Black creators make stories like that, they think that it's not real, that, that that's not a real story. Like, that's not a story. It needs to have drugs or fighting or violence yeah. or, or, or baby mothers or, you know, all this other nonsense that are, is forced into 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 media that we have to see for it to be a good black story and i think that's right. that, i think that's another thing that's that's kind of hard for, for, for us as a community to catch on to that doesn't have to be that if it can still be a great story yeah. like what the harder they fall was we gotta just yeah. have more of an open mind when it comes mm-hmm. to artists and black creators it's, you know it's not just this one thing that we've been conditioned to believe for the past decade, right. well, not decade, decades or whatever right. century, but it's like, it, it is hard though. It's, it's going to be difficult to, for someone to sit down and really ch- see the true art, like in the harder they fall or Candyman. I, I still right. know people who, I, I still know black people who would call that film trash. And, mm-hmm. You know, you know, it is what it is. It, it, it's just going to take some time and a little bit of education. And I feel like people have to want to really understand it. They have to want to see what this creator is talking about, see what Nia DaCosta was, was trying to say or what Jordan Peele was trying to say mm-hmm. in these stories instead of just saying, oh, this was whack. Um, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? It's like immediately you're nitpicking. You're going for the negative instead of looking for the positive right. aspects in the project. Right. So if we if we just change our mindset there, look at the positive aspects and, you know, don't just watch it one time. Watch it a second time. You could, mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to watch movies multiple times. 
you watch films like two or three times. I watched films two or three times because I know the way that a film is put together, you're not gonna intake all the information in one sitting. It's impossible. Especially, especially, and in fact, I would argue this. If you watch a film and you intake every little bit of detail in one sitting, it was a shitty film. They, they didn't put any effort into the story. They didn't do anything with the music. They didn't do anything with the plot, the story, um, cinematography. They, it was very lazily done. So I, I, so I think we just have to put more effort in to really understand the art. I always, um, I always wonder and I always ask myself, um, some of the best movies that, you know, people would say were great films, like, uh, like you got Tenet um, on a poster behind you. And I would ask, would people say the same story of Tenet was as great of a movie as it was if the whole cast was Black? if the director was black, like the same exact story, right? But just implement black actors in every role in the film and play it out exactly. Don't change a scene, don't change a line, don't change anything other than the actor being black, the director black, the cinematographer black, et cetera. Will people still say Tenet is this great movie? Or um, and, uh, the other film that he did that we was just talking about. Um, Exception. Yeah, take take Leo out, put Denzel in, or put you know put black actors in there and see would that movie still be what it was? I always wonder that about mm-hmm. about white film, about white creators' films, because because a lot of them I don't think are the best, right? I don't think it's that great, but they're held no. so high for whatever yeah. reason, you know. Definitely, I mean, Shit. and then movies with with black um, actors don't always get the same level of you know marketing and wide reach. And that's mm-hmm. all part of the conversation mm-hmm. and the whole topic is just like you know sometimes um you know would you want a black person a white person directing black actors but it's like you know like i think a lot of uh, places sort of don't give black creators that space so it's like is there even a possible way for a black director to get on this set right now with the same level of respect that you know um that white director is going to get and level of freedom and control and you know I, I've been I've been in here among the times I know what I'm doing to even get the chance to make that movie with that all-black cast I feel like that's a huge part of the conversation is they don't even get the chance to get up there and you know do all of that and it's just been going on for so long that at this point it's like you know there's barely any black directors who have such a strong hold and you know, name in the industry who have the same recognition as half of these white directors. And like, I can only off the top of my head name like two who I know of, who, who, who I've known since I was a child, like Spike, Spike Lee, like that's the only person I can think of off the top of my head who's black, who I've known my entire life that has the same, you know, like level of directorial, like, you know, hype as like Martin Trocetti, you know what I mean? I, th- I think we should just start doing more research on these black films, see who's directing it, see mm-hmm. who, who's writing it, who's doing the cinematography, who's a part of the creative process. And, and really like get... King Richard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yo, that... We got to talk about that. Let's talk about that right now. Let's talk oh, about man. Uh... Have, we, have we all watched the film? Have you watched the film? Everybody I, haven't, watched I haven't watched it yet. No, it's not on Netflix, is it? Or it's on HBO Max? It's on Netflix? HBO Max, right. So, okay, we yeah. can talk about it really without like talking. Yeah, because I, I think this, where we was going to go with people it was have been saying, 
which is everybody's getting all tight and I don't know. It's funny. It's really funny. Because I mean, not gonna lie, a part of me was like, "Oh, it's not the dad." Interesting. But I never thought like to some heights that everybody's taking it to. Like you know, it's just real funny that this story about two black women is getting pushed down to something about the man. Like, hold on now. It makes it, 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 this. Is, this is what irks me though, because <laughs> for years and years and years, we're begging for a great black story and great black representation, and then when you give it to them, they smack it out your hand. Oh, this Dude. is trash. <laughs> no, oh, you you telling the story about the father or not? Venus and Serena Williams. What what like what 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 was the whole argument that they say was like anti what? Like what were they saying? I don't even know. Stupid I, I didn't even go on Twitter to look at it. Because it like yeah, yeah, like mm. yeah, like it was crazy. What makes I, me I don't understand that? What makes me mad is because they're making it seem like it's not her, it's not their dad. Like yeah, like it's it's the like parent, it's some, bro. It's the it's the some person. Man. Yeah, it's the person that put the racket in their hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they literally right. wouldn't be who they are without their parents, right? Like, like, and and, it, and what makes me even more mad because I seen it is that he he's the main one. Like he obviously he's the one that's like, yo, we're gonna play tennis. But the mother has just as big as a role. He was just more vocal, right? Like he was just that I got a plan, I got a plan, let's do the plan. And she was, you know, in 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 this role of like, I believe in your plan, I believe in our kids, let's do it. But both was there, you know, they both show both of them. So, but what makes me mad is that title King Richard is produced by them. They, they literally are on tour, touring the film with Will Smith for people to go see the movie. So they had parts in the film, they're producers. So they had parts in paying for the film. And they had parts in the, the artistic view, the message, the whatever, you know, the, the direction that the film is going. And if they even did some research, they will find out that they wanted to do this film for their father as a tribute, you know, to like, yo, this is... Wow, you see? Thank you. I'm saying, like, these Black daughters are thanking their father for what he has done for for them in their careers, because they really wouldn't be who they are without their parent. And like I said, make it seem like it's some random random man, like some coach. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, why? They look like they could play tennis. Why is it such an issue and such a problem that that we're we're displaying a positive black man on the screen doing what he has to do and not, you know, mm-hmm. selling drugs or killing nobody or doing a fucking drive by? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. now, now he's what? actually in in their life, putting in work mm-hmm. in the rain, helping them train, do all that. And y'all, y'all got the nerve to like throw out some like negative. Come on, bro. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the show. Jen, uh, we're happy that you're joining us and we'll be definitely back. looking forward to seeing you on more of the episodes and getting in on these conversations about black representation and everything related to film. Guys, make sure you check us out on all platforms. That's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And we out. Certified, certified real. Hey, I'm a little excited. You heard it here first. Certified real. Airborne. You are now listening to Real Talk Podcast.
This is Certified.